What You Made Me Read, the podcast all about books and forcing your best friend to read the books you want to read. I'm Val, joined as ever by my lovely co-host and best friend, Kat. Hello. Hi. Um, And this week we are doing my book pick. We are going to be discussing The Gunkle um, by Stephen Rowley. Um, one that I've been very excited to read. It's taken forever and ever to like release in the UK, so it's been very annoying. Oh, I know, Kat, right. you read this like a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I feel like I recommended this a while ago. Yeah, I haven't even read it before, and then I was like, right, it wasn't available in the UK. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I think it was very recently that it actually got released, and we yes, uh, got a chance to read it. Um, but before that, the fun part. How are you? How was your week? Been? <laughs> uh, it's been good. It yeah. hasn't been even a full week since we were last I know. Recording. We have to film this one early, so it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say uh, that uh, since our last re- recording, I watched pretty much all of season three and four of Stranger Things. Ooh, okay. Uh, I just finished so season four today. Perfect. We yeah. won't, I don't really want to discuss spoilers because... Fine. Yeah, uh, that's fine. My mom listens. I know she wants to eventually watch season four. Okay. But I, so like, when season three came out, I watched a f- the first few episodes and I wasn't really that into it and I mm-hmm. kind of abandoned it and never finished season three and I was just kind of over Stranger Things. Yeah. And now, you know, it just came out last Friday um, and I season four and I was like... Well, you know, everyone's talking about it coming out. I kind of want to watch it. So, like, Saturday, I was like, all right, let's go back into season three. And I and I started, like, episode three or four, and which I had already watched, I think, episode four and five. So they – but I honestly had forgotten so much of it. <laughs> so that yeah. I was like, okay, this is all slowly coming back to me. Anyway, I got super into season three. I was like, why did I stop? Season three is so good. I think <laughs> – I honestly think when I was watching it originally, I was probably on my phone. I was probably not paying attention and I got confused really quickly because I wasn't paying attention. And I was like, ugh, I'm not into this. And I was just like, oh my God, past Catherine, what is wrong with you? Because now I am fully (laughs) obsessed. And after watching season four, I'm fully obsessed again. So I actually prefer season three over season two. Um, I don't know if that's a controversial opinion, but I think the season three is better than season two. Oh, hundred um, percent. I yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know what people think because I try not to get other people's opinions because yeah. they tend to just get me mad. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that was the problem with season three is that season two was a total for me letdown after season one. Like season one was great. It was a great debut, you know. Uh-huh. And season two, I it kind of like I wasn't into it. Uh, I felt like it was a, a total letdown after season one, mm-hmm. and I was like, S- but so then season three, when that came around, I was like, I think I already had a preconceived notion that I wasn't going to enjoy it, like I didn't enjoy season two yeah, uh, as much, and uh, and so I think I already had that in my head, so I yeah. that's probably why I wasn't paying attention, blah, blah, blah. But past Catherine was wrong. She should have given it <laughs> proper consideration. Because season three is so good. Like so good. Dustin and Steve at yeah. the ice cream shop. The introduction of Robin is great. Erica, Caleb's sister, she's hilarious. Yeah. And, and there's so... And just everything is great. Like uh, Hopper and Joyce. 
uh, going after, like, the Russians. It's so yeah. good. Every, every part of season three is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, uh, and I loved season four as well. And I also had no idea that season four uh, was only, like, part one of season four. And yeah. And coming out in July or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching the seventh episode, uh, <laughs> and it ended. I was like, hold up. Oh, nothing no. has been resolved. <laughs> what? How is this the end? What do you mean this is the end? I'm so confused. <laughs> and I just, like, came out of my bedroom. I was like, what the hell? And then I was like... Oh, so, so that's all till July. And I'm like, oh, July. Okay, okay, okay. I can deal with that. Yeah, I can't imagine finishing that thinking that there wasn't another part. I would have just been like, what? Yeah, I had no idea. And Neville's also outraged. Oh, he is. Yeah, he also loves Stranger Things. He loves Stranger Things. Uh, um, I... He might be mad that I didn't introduce him as our third host, to be fair. That could I'm be it, actually. sorry, Neville. I completely forgot. That's on me. Yeah, I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, also season two, I thought Nancy and Jonathan's storyline in season two was so boring and lame. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't stand them. I can't remember. I think... What was their storyline in season two? I, okay, I don't super remember, but I remember they went off on some kind of road trip and they, and they weren't together yet. And there was like the, like, they were both into each other, but they weren't saying yet. And they, mm. they slept in, in the guy, what's his name? The guy who knows Russian. Like, right. Didn't they go um, and see him about yeah. something? Maury. Yeah, Murray. Yeah. Murray. Right. Murray, that was it. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, they went to go see him, and they were, like, sleeping yes. in his basement at one point, and it's, like, sexual tension, but I just, like, couldn't, yeah. I just couldn't stand Nancy in that season. She's, like, so annoying. Also, uh, Eleven but, like, going off with that group of people. Like, it was so uh, boring as well. Like, that episode off- was yeah. the absolute worst episode. So boring. So, I just did not care yep. uh, at all about that. <laughs> And also, I think personally, okay, so I love Will. He's my little sweetheart, you know? I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. And I remember after season one happened, you know, he recovers from the upside down. He's back. And then they immediately have him get, like, possessed. Yeah. (laughs) By the mind flight or whatever. Uh, And I was like, no, just leave Will alone. (laughs) Yeah, bless him. (laughs) Yeah, so, anyway. I, I used to have complicated feelings about Stranger Things. Now I'm obsessed. I love it. Good. And it's I literally, great. I think I, it's so good. It's so good. It's so fun. It's such a fun series. Yeah. And, and though it's like a lot of stuff going on and it's super weird. I feel like they, they don't overcomplicate it too much. Like mm-hmm. it feels like you're watching it. A lot's going on. But if something's kind of complex, or something could potentially be super complex, they kind of simplify it. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like when you watch it and you're like, oh, how are they going to figure themselves out of this scenario? And when the kid's like, oh, this? And they're like, yeah, let's do that. And it works. Yeah, and, and it kind of and, works and makes sense. And it seems implausible, but I love it yeah. because it doesn't like overthink it. It just kind yeah. of does it. And I like that about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that thought made sense, but it makes sense. No, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And <laughs> okay. there's so many times when I watch it and I'm like, 
um i'm like they haven't explained that thing like what that doesn't make sense and then literally two seconds later they explain the thing and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> okay okay cool thanks <laughs> yeah like, exactly they, they don't leave too many plot holes or none that i can yeah, actually exactly. figure out so. yeah and it's just like such a fun ride yeah um anyway and pretty much since since this past weekend when i watched season three and four i've had a never-ending story in my stuck in my head <laughs> yeah oh my god i love that scene. so it's so so good it's so, so cute good. i fucking i freaking love dustin Me so too. much he's uh, the best he honestly is the best um also i just i saw uh a like tiktok where they were like <laughs> and it made me so sad <laughs> where they were like the entirety of season three is basically Will wanting to play Dungeons and Dragons and yep. all his friends being like, no, uh, girls, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then season four, when he moves away, oh, okay, mild, mild uh, spoilers, by the way. Uh, season four, when he uh, moves away, all the guys join a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. club. Yeah. I'm like, that's so rude. <laughs> that is so funny. I didn't think about that. I, I, I was like, I did that. I didn't piece that together when I was watching it, but I was like, oh, that's so true. That is <laughs> the poor so... guy. <laughs> yeah. All he wanted so was true. to play D and D, and then Aww. he leaves, and suddenly they're playing D and D. And there's a whole group for yeah. Aww. Exactly. He would have loved the Hellfire. He would have loved it. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Anyway. Uh, so that's been me for the past week. It's just Stranger Things has been like the only thing on my brain. Pretty much me too. Like that was my one thing I wanted to talk about before we started. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but you did it for me, which is great. Um, and now also all I want to do is talk about season four, but we can't. Um, I know. Like, I, we can talk about it once we uh, press stop record. Yeah. We'll have a little discussion. Yeah. But I will say... Um, Hopper looks good in season four. That what, with look the shaved works head? for him. It works for oh, him. Oh, really? Okay. In my humblest of opinions. Yeah, I was I like, wow, I don't know what's going on, but this whole vibe <laughs> is working for me. <laughs> Love that for you. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't think about it, but I mean, definitely looks better than him with hair, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It just... Nice. was a vibe in my yeah. opinion um anyway <laughs> <laughs> um the only other thing i think i really wanted to talk about mm. was um i there was a book uh called lucky by marissa something or rather doesn't really matter because what i was gonna <laughs> say is that sorry <laughs> Can I leave that in? Sorry, that's so <laughs> Sure, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, anyway, so this book, Lucky, by Marissa something or other, uh, was going to be, was a potential, was on my list of potential books for the podcast. It's like a pretty short book, and I, I like the cover, and I was like, oh, you know, this could be interesting or whatever. And so it's been on my list of potentials but it came up as like 
because uh, I've had it on hold from the library, but like sometimes they'll have like a skip the line thing where they'll give you an express version of it or whatever. Oh, nice. And that showed up this week, so I was like, oh, well, express, sure, I'll grab it. And I listened to the audiobook of it, and it was so bad. I'm so glad I didn't pick it. <laughs> really? It was just like the stupidest, like, because it's basically about this girl who's kind of like a grifter who's like spent her whole life conning people with her dad as a child and then he goes to prison and she continues conning as an adult or whatever mm-hmm. and anyway and for like someone whose entire life is conning people and she is like one of the most naive characters I've ever encountered and it's mm-hmm. so annoying and I just I was so frustrated reading the entire thing and for it's relatively short book <laughs> and and it felt super long because <laughs> it was just so boring it's just yeah. so annoying and it's just it's so stupid basically basically she's 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 done a, a con with her boyfriend and they've got a bunch of money they're going off to some island or whatever to have a vacation to enjoy their spoils and blah 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 of course, he betrays her, and she's left alone with no money, and now uh, all the uh, cops are after her and her boyfriend, but she's the one who's stuck. And and she finds out because she buys, like, a lottery ticket every once in a while, which these, like, lucky numbers, blah, blah, blah. Turns out her lottery ticket is the winning, the big jackpot, and... So she tries to figure out how she can cash it in without, you know, having to show her identity and get, you know, uh, jail time. Yeah. And it's just, and, and it's just so annoying, honestly. She just, like, spends the whole time, like, being like, if I just find my mother who I've never met, uh, this will solve everything. And, and it's just so annoying and and she keeps making excuses for her boyfriend it's super also annoying (laughs) she just came off as like just like way too trusting and naive for someone who's Uh supposed to be conning everyone it made no sense i didn't like it um so you're welcome for not subjecting you to it (laughs) (laughs) though it would have been like more along the lines of the books that you've been picking for us this year. Except for the last one. Except the last, the last one was one. good. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> maybe you're on an upward streak now. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. But speaking of annoying, mm. this is completely unrelated to anything. Okay. But as I mentioned a few podcasts ago, I am rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. with my friend Nor, who has never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. And we're near the end of season four right now. Okay. And I, listen, I never liked Riley. No one likes Riley. But I never, I, he he was just kind of nothing. I didn't have any, like, I like everyone talks about how much they hate him. I was like, whatever. He's just there. It's like, I don't like him, but whatever. But I'm rewatching it and I freaking hate him. Oh, really? So much. <laughs> yes, he's pissing me off so much. And I think me and Nora like rile each other up. So if we have like a mild feeling, we will hype <laughs> each other up until we loathe them, you know? Um, so <laughs> I think that's 
possibly what's happened with Riley. Um, it, have you have you watched Angel the series? I have. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the character Kate, the cop? She's like in season, in the earlier seasons. She like blo- Is she the blonde one? She's blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- very vaguely. She's 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 a she's like Riley for us because we absolutely hate her and okay. we <laughs> and we lure Riley each other up every time she comes up on screen. We're like, oh no, not her! And we're the same with Riley. And it's it's yeah. And, and anytime, like, any if if Riley does something like, you know, good, we're just like, okay, so you've done one good thing, big deal. <laughs> that doesn't mean we like you. You're like that's just a fluke. You'll yeah, still exactly. <laughs> I just, I just so annoying and like the whole military thing just is not yeah. it. You know, that's like the only thing I really remember about him was the military thing. Yeah, well, because like, uh, so while well, the episode we just watched with is he's at his most annoying is like the episode where Oz comes back. Yeah, and um, and basically this is the episode he finds out that Oz is a werewolf, and he's like, "Wait, Oz is a werewolf?" And Buffy's like, "Oh yeah." He is. And he's like, wow, I didn't think Willow was that kind of girl. <laughs> we're like, what the hell? What does that mean? And she, literally, she's, I didn't think she would like date a demon or something like that. Right. <laughs> and okay. Bobby's like, obviously insulted as she has previously dated a vampire who is yeah. 20 billion times hotter than Riley. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> but, because and then later there's like uh, one of the troops uh, gets t- gets like basically beaten by this demon or whatever, and so one of the military guys are like, "Oh, one of the troops is down, demon. We have to go uh, get him." And Buffy's like, "What kind of demon is it?" And Riley's like, "Does it matter?" And walks off. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" First of all, whether. You know, you agree or not that being a demon can mean you're on a spectrum of good or evil. You know, regardless of that debate, yes, it matters what kind of demon. Like, don't you want to know their weaknesses or strength? Like, hello, of course it freaking matters, you dumbass. (sighs) Neville's getting just as riled up as me. (laughs) (laughs) He also hates Riley. Yeah, we're we're a Riley hating family here, <laughs> and uh, proud of it. <laughs> I didn't think you were still doing it though. You hadn't mentioned it in a while that you were still watching. Yeah, it's like a, it's like not it's a bit slower going at the moment, especially now we're watching like season one of Angel and season four of Buffy in tandem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going a bit slow, but yeah, we're still on our Buffy and now Angel watch. Nice. Uh. My my friend she, Nora was pretty devastated when she was when like Angel left Sunnydale at the end of season three. She's yeah. like, "What do you mean he's leaving? He's gonna come <laughs> back, right?" And I was like, "So he does not come back." But however, we have a whole series where he's the main character and we get to watch him. She's like, "Okay." <laughs> it feels so weird right. that like he doesn't because. Three seasons doesn't seem like enough, but he's also like such a staple. It's like, it is yeah, weird. yeah, it is right. Uh, but Angel and is also, also she... so good. 
So exactly, it's just what I like is they both have such different vibes for being, mm-hmm. you know, the same universe and same creator and everything. Yeah, uh, like Angel is so, so much darker and kind of grittier. Yeah, whereas Buffy has more comedy to it. Yeah, and uh, and anyway. Which is also very excited when we watch the first episode of Angel and Cordelia shows up because Cordelia <laughs> is like one of her favorite characters as well. Yeah, so nice. That was very exciting. And oh my god, the episode where Wesley shows up for the first time. <laughs> and like, yes, we are devastated. Doyle has just died, but then, <laughs> but the next episode when Wesley shows up as a rogue demon hunter, absolute love it. Gold, like yeah. it's so perfect. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's where we're at in our rewatch. I definitely need to do a rewatch as well. Mm. It's been so long since I watched it. Yeah, you sometimes have to, um, look past some, you know, 90s, early 2000s language, but... Uh (laughs) (laughs) I imagine there is some problematic elements to it. Yeah, Cordelia says the R word a few times, and I'm like, And obviously there's the whole like angel being cursed by gypsies is, you know, Uh problematic. (laughs) So yeah, but it's still fun. (laughs) Such a good show. Yeah, I still so good. I obviously it's honestly probably my favorite show of all time. And I encompass both shows in one. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. There's no other spin off set. No, uh, unless you right. count the comics, but that's a oh, whole yeah. other thing. Oh, yeah, I these. Yeah, I have all of them. Yeah, I remember you had all. Of them. Yeah, I completely forgot those were. I don't think. I... Yeah, I know. It's, I don't think I've read all of them, but I have all oh, of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I started, and we like would get them religiously, and I just like started reading <laughs> anyway anyway uh, shall we go to the main event let's do it uh okay so in case this is a short one i also have a little quiz we can do afterwards because we haven't done a game in a few episodes um yes so it's gonna be more of like a personality book related quiz Oh, interesting. But we'll we'll get to that. Um, I have a fantastic personality. I've been told. <laughs> you you do. Everyone tells you all the time. So um. yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, okay, so the gunkle. <laughs> um, so yep, yeah, same as usual. We'll do a quick little synopsis. So the gunkle is about um, Patrick or. As his niece and nephew call him, um, Gup, which stands for Gay Uncle Patrick, and also he's our Gunkle, so Gay Uncle. Um, he is our protagonist. Um, we start the book with um, basically he is in charge of his, well, he's hanging out with his niece and nephew, um, and we find out that their mother um, has recently died, and she was also Patrick's best friend, and um, also obviously married to his brother. So she's died, and um, there. So Patrick's brother Greg also has <laughs> a lot of issues. He's addicted to pills, and now that his wife is died, he obviously wants to get better for his children. Um, so he's basically admitting himself into rehab, and then he's asked 
Patrick to look after the kids. And Patrick is like, uh, he lives in Palm Springs on his own. He's an actor. Well, he's like a retired actor. Um, You know, he very much prefers to be on his own. He's not that like good with responsibility or kids or anything like that. So he's obviously apprehensive. Um, but he does take them in the end. Um, and we also find out a bit more about Patrick and their mother's relationship as we go on. And we also find out that, um, Patrick's, um, partner, um, Joe died as well in a car crash that they were both involved in. So he's also dealt with a lot of grief in his past. And basically the story is just like a super cute, um, feel good book about how kind of the, the children and Patrick kind of teach each other a lot of things and they help each other deal with their grief and, um, you know, kind of get Patrick into a, this unstuck place. And then he obviously helps them, uh, to talk about their mother and all these different things. Um, it's a super, super duper cute book. Um, that's essentially like (laughs) the, the, the gist of it, unless I've forgotten anything, but, um, how was your, how do you find this book, especially on your, like, first and second read yes so i mean i honestly my opinion did not change much (laughs) from my first and second read i read it just the first time and i absolutely loved it yeah love it it's so cute it's sweet it's charming but it it has so much so much heart to it and Mm -hmm. it's so fun patrick has a fantastic personality yeah that is just like such a riot to read yeah literally you want to know him you want to be his friend like like he's such a fun person to read uh such great dialogue and just the way he talks to the children is amazing like he literally talks to them like they're adults and it's so funny and they have no idea what's going on what the hell he's saying and it's just so charming um and it's also heartbreaking at times uh obviously i cried the letter he writes to joe i cried cried (laughs) 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 i cried the first time I read it. I cried the second time. Um, it, it just has, this book just has so much heart to it. Yeah. And it, I, I, I have very little criticism about the book. And I'll say I don't really have any criticism other than Clara pissed me off, but she is <laughs> I think the she's worst. Meant to <laughs> she's literally fucking worse. And Patrick is <laughs> way too generous with her, like giving yeah. her benefit of the doubt and everything. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but it is still, it's just, yeah, the children are adorable. They're cute. Yeah. They're sweet. Uh, Patrick is fantastic. like what's not to love it's such a great book yeah no i agree it's just one of those like like it's not like loads and loads and loads happens in the book it's more like character driven than plot driven like obviously there is a plot but it's more just about like like you said just like the heart of it and just like the the kids are just so cute it's like i just want them and then the grantalope hello yeah adorable (laughs) and yeah patrick is amazing and the way they have like conversations about like grief and yeah all these different things it's just like like i i'm lucky enough not to have to have experienced like anything like that um yeah in my life um but like always reading reading about books that are to do well reading books that are about grief and stuff like that is always like kind of difficult because then you're yeah kind of pict- picturing it and it just like 
obviously it's an awful feeling but just the way that they talk about grief and like getting you know dealing with it and stuff like that is just really really nice and it's yeah yeah it feels like it's obviously obviously it is the worst thing in the world but it it makes it feel like there is a you know uh an exit to it easier yeah exactly um yeah and it's just yeah the characters are written just so well agreed um and like I don't know where <laughs> Were you going to say something? <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, okay, so I will go into uh, Clara as a character. <laughs> uh-huh. Go on. Um, I tried really hard to, like, understand where she was coming from, but my God, I had a hard time. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, yeah, like, a really bit of backstory. Though. She, so she yeah. is obviously the, so she's Patrick and Greg's other siblings she's a sister she's very much like this mum type who's like she doesn't think patrick should have the children because like he's not responsible enough and she like flies in and visits them like as a surprise when um he's thrown this like christmas party for them just to like make them feel better and whatever and um she comes in it's late at night so the kids are still up um and she gets really upset and she like wants to she basically serves Patrick uh, that's a, like a letter of like taking him to court so that she can have the custody instead. Yeah. Um, Which <sighs> that made me so angry. <laughs> it's so funny because I started reading the book and like uh, when Clara's first introduced at the beginning of the book, I was like, oh my god, I forgot this character existed. Like, mm. I went into the book, I'm like, oh my god, did I completely repress the memory of Clara? Because I, like, just had <laughs> completely blacked out that part of the book. Uh, like, just, like, looking back on scenes of the book, and I was mm-hmm. like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think I hate her. I don't super <laughs> remember. And as they kept going in the book, I was like, oh wait, I remember what she does. Oh yeah, and I so, think, yeah, because sorry, continue. sorry, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think like the worst thing about <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> the worst thing about the whole situation is that obviously the dad, who is you know mm-hmm. the parent, the guardian, has to have has to also get a copy of the letter and the whole court thing and he's like in rehab trying to get better. literally so imagine like getting that when you're in rehab trying to get better that you and then obviously you're going to want to leave rehab and go back to your kids and it's like the worst thing for him to do yeah exactly because like in the letter she talks about like how the kids are being you know around bad influences and Mm -hmm. parties and blah 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 and so and the dad is like no contact in in the rehab facility Mm -hmm. so you know he's just he's entrusted his kids with patrick and then gets this letter from his older sister basically or from the courts on behalf of the older sister and yeah and it's just so it's so rude to to like and inconsiderate to interrupt someone's recovery uh for yeah. something so petty because she didn't yeah. even listen to patrick uh about anything she just immediately blamed him for for like she, she blames him because there was a YouTube video of the kids online, which turns out the kids did on their own without Patrick yeah. knowing, but she blames him for putting them on the internet, which, you know, maybe if you just listened to him for two seconds, you would have yeah. understood that that was a misunderstanding. And 
and and he he throws like one party and she's like oh, this is a party house and it's just so so unreasonable and yeah. and she's she's so sure that uh, what she believes is correct when yeah. it doesn't matter what she thinks it honestly doesn't matter what Patrick thinks what matters is that Greg their father has yeah. Decided that Patrick is taking care of their ki- his kids for the summer, and that's it. That's all there is to it. Like the parent decides, and you have to deal with it. You can't just swoop in and decide you know best. Like yeah, that's and she she not constantly okay. was saying that like the reason that she was doing it was because like the kids need like normality and they need mothering and all of this stuff, which is obviously like. That's probably the opposite of what they need right now because they yeah. just died. But also, we can exactly. also find out later on that um, she was getting a divorce because her husband was cheating on her with like multiple mm-hmm. had multiple affairs, and that like she was probably gonna like lose her stepchildren because of that. So then you kind of also realize that she's kind of doing that so because she doesn't want to lose her stepchildren which I understand but it's also like very selfish reasons because these kids have just lost their mother they just need what's best for them not what's best for you (laughs) yeah exactly like I don't know if that was meant to make her seem a bit more uh, sympathetic but honestly the opposite for me so I was like yeah because I was like so you're using these poor children who are going through some grief for your own like selfish needs like you said yeah uh yeah so, I mean, I, I don't think it was necessarily done, or that, it was more to understand her motives than anything else. I don't think it was meant to make you dislike her or like her more. I yeah. just think uh, it was to yeah, explain her motives, whether yeah. you agree with or disagree with them. Yeah. Uh, you're right. But, you know, it is, it was the conflict you kind of needed in the book, but... Yeah. And so I, it, it works in the book. It's great. But I yeah. just need to get, we need to get off our chest how much yeah. she pissed us off. I think we're, we're definitely supposed to be annoyed at her. Like, it's worth Obviously, but she yeah. she is fucking annoying. Oh, she's so annoying. I just, like, <laughs> and then, like, uh, I think I wrote it down. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, near the end, when Patrick is talking to Greg after he's come out of rehab, or just coming out of, uh, anyway, um, they're discussing the Clara thing. And Greg's basically like, what happened there? And Patrick's like, oh, you know, it's not all her fault. I pushed her buttons and I think she was coming to me for help or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you are being way too generous with way her. Too nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the push the buttons, whatever, they both were pushing each other's buttons. Like, uh, that's a non-event for me. But the fact that he's like, I think she came to me for help. Like, no, no, no. Because she came to Palm Springs with the plane tickets in hand to bring the yeah. kids back with yeah, her. Before so she, she even was saw the planning party or anything. Exactly. Exactly. She wasn't going there to ha- to talk to Patrick about her divorce and blah blah blah. She she was ready to take those kids right away. Yeah. So yeah. I don't buy that. And so he's just too nice to hold it against her, I guess. I Yeah. I I feel like I'm just too I'd be way too petty to let that go. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. And even when but she I guess was he's kind going of like harder things, yeah. I mean, even if, if she had told him about the divorce and stuff, like she wasn't really taking on his advice or anything he was saying anyway. So I don't think she. I know. <laughs> yeah, and he made like, such a great point at one point. He's like, "You don't listen to me. Like I tell mm. you something, and you just don't 
at, listen to me and she does that a lot like like yeah. he'll say something and she'll immediately and it's funny because Change the subject. <laughs> yeah exactly and it's funny because like she she is a bit like uh feminist anti-patriarchy and you know, I agree with all those points, but mm-hmm. I'm like, and she's like, oh, you know, men have been listened to enough. And I'm like, well, I mean, true, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> he is your brother. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, she, you can see she takes it to an unreasonable uh, level when he talks about as like teenagers, when he was like, when I came out, uh, I was hoping that that would make her like me more because I'm no longer, you know, uh, a straight white man. One of those is out. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and and then she was like, oh, no, you... I can't remember exactly what the line was, but something like, uh, you, you don't even like women. That's misogynistic yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. But yeah. Um, she also, uh, sorry, it's one gonna more just be us made her terrible. <laughs> talking shit about Clara. <laughs> she also, at one point after Joe died, said to Patrick, oh. at least you weren't married. Like, oh. at least you weren't married. I was like, yeah. excuse me. Like, I'm and, sorry. And the, and the fact that, because I'm not 100% sure about the timeline exactly, but yeah. uh, it seems. Uh, based on how the events are told, that Joe died definitely before gay marriage was even legalized. That's exactly what I was so thinking as well. he couldn't even have gotten married yeah. whether he wanted to or not, which yeah. makes it so much ruder. And then, Ma- I mean, I'm sorry, him, marriage doesn't, like, yes, it means something, but also, yes. like, you don't have to be married to someone to be in, like, in love. it doesn't mean that oh, you shouldn't be as sad because you're not married. Mm-hmm. Like, what even is that logic? That doesn't make any sense. Literally, it makes no sense. It's so stupid. But on the cherry on top is that when Patrick tells her that, hey, you told me that when he died and it upset me, she's like, I don't think I said that. I don't remember saying that. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah. well, if I said that, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, 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 own up to it and just... You know, don't yeah. preface the if I said that I'm sorry. Just say you're sorry. Like exactly, uh, exactly. pissed me off. Yeah. She she can't admit when she's wrong. It's like saying I'm sorry I offended you. Like that's not an apology. Nor <laughs> or I I'm sorry if I offended you. Yeah yeah yeah. I, I'm sorry if what I said, uh, if you misconstrued what I said. Yeah, <laughs> and it exactly. offended you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Clara, but we're good. You're, you're uh, <laughs> did uh, did you have a favorite uh, Gunkel rule? See, I was trying to think about this, and then I realized, like, as soon as I finished the book, obviously, I forgot all the rules. <laughs> yeah, I kind of um, figured that would happen. <laughs> so um, I I'm decided to, to keep track of every single Gunkel rule. Ooh, uh, okay. As I was reading it, so I have all sixteen Gunkel rules here. Nice. If you want to hear them. I do. I do want to hear them. Okay, so number one, which is, I think, potentially my favorite, is Brunch is Splendid. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I remember that one. Great. Great role. Uh, Number two, uh, cameras are your enemy as much as they're your friend. Mm, That's a good one as well. 
Um, definitely more my enemy than anything else, in my opinion. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, bathroom humor is cheap is number three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, secret. The secret to staying young is money, which fair. Yep. And he prefaced this by saying that it's about having money reduces your stress rather than, you know, you can use the money for Botox or blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, number five, if a gay man hands you his phone, look only at what he's showing you. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good one. Which I, uh, also think that should be applied to everyone. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. If I'm handing you your phone, don't go looking. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh, number seven, in this house, we wear what we want, which I appreciate. Mm, and yeah. Patrick was a big fan of the caftan, which I can picture it, and it's fabulous. Yep. Um, number eight, live your life to the fullest every single day, because every day is a gift. A bit cheesy, but, you know. Cute. That's a point. Number nine, when faced with unimaginable loss, we need a little Christmas. Which That's I think cute. That is cute. And uh, their Christmas party was in July, which I loved. Yeah. Uh, number 10, don't trust a label you don't know. Um, okay. I can't remember what that was referring to. No, neither can I. Re- referencing Refer- to. Re- referring to. Referring to things. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> uh, 11, make the Yuletide gay, which I'm always down for that. Yeah. Um. Gun call number rule number twelve. Every now and again, it's good to relieve a bit of pressure, which I feel like there was more context to that one, but I don't recall it. <laughs> uh, number thirteen. Fun drinks make everything more interesting. I agree. Oh, I like that one. And also, I like that he like makes Shirley Temples for the kids a lot throughout yeah. the book because I personally am a huge fan of a Shirley. Temple. I don't even know what's in a Shirley Temple. I've never. Had okay, one. well. I've argued this with people, but the correct way to make a Shirley Temple is pretty mm-hmm. simple. It's orange juice, Sprite, mm-hmm. uh, grenadine, and maraschino cherries. And it is mm, delicious. I don't... I would have it without the maraschino cherries. I'm not a massive fan of those. That's your choice, but... <laughs> Can you get it with maraschino cherries and then give me all your maraschino cherries? Yeah. Extra yeah, yeah, maraschino yeah. cherries? Yes. Definitely. Perfect. Then I'm down. Then I agree <laughs> with you because it means I get more maraschino cherries. Uh, I mean, it I'm sounds obsessed. great. I love yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so good. good. It sounds it's, great. But I, I've been told by some incorrect people that it's actually just Sprite Grenadine and maraschino cherries. Uh, the oh. orange juice is optional, but I disagree. The orange juice must be in it. it okay. Anyone who says otherwise is stupid and wrong, and don't trust them. <laughs> they can't be trusted. And that's just that. Okay. I mean, uh, I trust you, so... I'm thank go you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's the way I had it when I was a kid, and I would order at a restaurant. Like, like, that's the way it should be. Like, um... Rule number 14, know your angles, which I agree. <laughs> and I like how he says, yeah. like, uh, uh, he's like, everyone has a good side and a bad side, even children. Number 15, oh, this one's kind of like, it's it's let's go, baby, let's go, baby, come on, which is from the, oh, yeah, uh, the song. song. 
yeah, which I didn't even know the song. I, I probably should have looked it up and listened to it. But so that entire like scene, like some of the context felt uh, off to me because yeah, I didn't I know what you mean. Long. <laughs> Same. Uh, I was like, okay, I get the idea. Anyway, <laughs> uh, number sixteen, and the last rule is, I want you to really live. To live is the rarest of things. Most people merely exist. No. Which is a Oscar Wilde quote, I believe it he is. said. Yeah. He did like his Oscar Wilde quotes. Yeah. Uh, and I think my sister would appreciate that he names his dog uh, Marlene Dietrichs. Which yeah. My sister <laughs> loves that actress. So uh, that's exciting. I feel like uh, I, I, I don't know if my sister would enjoy the book necessarily but there's he makes so many references to old hollywood i i feel like she would be able to clock every single reference where i was True. like there was a, a bunch lot of in them there. Flew over my head yeah <laughs> yeah same. like all the quotes i was like, I was like uh, <laughs> uh yeah exactly but then but then he was like uh his or his like fake name he uses for the male was Jack Curtis, which mm-hmm. I was like, I know this because I've watched some like it hot, so I know this one. <laughs> yeah, I was very proud of myself. Well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I know that one especially because it was like an inside joke with my family, uh, mm. where f- I, as a teenager I would just constantly say that my favorite movie of all time was Some Like It Hot, which I had never seen. <laughs> And because like my sister and my mom, you know, they would watch old movies and I was just like not into it. And Mm. that was one of the DVDs we had was some like it hot. And I just would keep saying like if they started talking about old Hollywood or whatever, I'd be like, my favorite movie is some like it hot. (laughs) And I would just like always say that constantly. And they're laughing or whatever. And eventually I did actually watch it. And it's actually a really great movie. (laughs) Uh, But so it's very like vivid in my mind because when yeah. I finally watched it it was like a whole moment and I remember Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis and Marilyn Monroe and blah blah blah. Uh it's all very even though I've, I literally only watched it that one time when I was a teenager, it's it's still very uh it's it such a core memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I mean in terms of those Gunkle uh rules I mean, there are yeah. some obviously very profound cute ones in there, but I think yeah. my favorite is the fun drinks one. Yeah, that's a good one, uh, but I'll stick with Brunch is Splendid as my brunch favorite. Brunch is a good one, yeah. Because I freaking love brunch. Freaking love brunch. I, I never, I don't have brunch as much as I should, I feel like. I well, I don't have it often, but I just like the idea of having breakfast yeah. foods for like lunch times. Yeah, moments, and it is splendid. You know? There is no lie there. It is splendid, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I love mimosas. I absolutely love mimosas. I do love a mimosa. I had one the other day. Exactly. Oof, they are great. Sounds amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the gunkle. Did we have more to say? I don't think so. The only other thing I wanted to <coughs> ask you was... Oh, um, wait. Sorry. Before yeah. you say that, I just want to mention... This wasn't an official Gunkle rule, but he had like a special Gunkle rule for Clara, and that was if you can't tone it, tan it. And I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> it wasn't an official Gunkle rule, so but <laughs> I thought that I, it, I had to throw that it, one in. It is true, like tanning does make you look a bit skinnier. 
So True. I, I still life. refuse to do it a bit. <laughs> yeah. I but I agree. I honestly like I used to do like the whole fake tan thing, and I remember feel... I used to do it like religiously. Yeah, and I, it used to make me feel super hot, and I, I probably still don't. <laughs> I just cannot be fucking bothered. Yeah, it's a uh, lot of because I'll never actually tan because I'm too scared of damaging my skin and skin cancer and all that so I'll never yeah. actually tan and fake tanning is such an effort and it's yeah. so hard to not make it look bad <laughs> yeah literally so yeah so now I'm just gonna stick to my pasty ass uh pastiness own your pastiness yeah I, I own it I am yeah. practically translucent and that's okay yeah Good. Good for you. Yeah. Good yeah. for you, Catherine. That was you tell yourself that. That was supposed to sound more uh, convincing and more. Yeah, I um, appreciate that. Um, there is actually one more thing before the thing that yes. I said was the last thing, and that is okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Jed oh. were great. I love Jed. They Jed are is so the thruple that lives next door, and they are I so cute. I love that. I love that they added a little thruple. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they seem uh, like such sweethearts. Yeah. Um, John, like, is it John was the J? But yeah. Yeah. He was like so cute and so sweet. So sweet. He's probably the more, more premi- pr- pr- prominent. That's the word prominent. I'm looking for. Prominent of the thruple that we see in the book. But yeah, yeah he's so sweet. He gives advice to Patrick. It honestly yeah. genuinely made me sad when he didn't invite them to the Christmas party. <laughs> I know! It's like a small little throwaway thing, but I was like, why didn't you invite them? Come on! Yeah, it's so true. But I think it, it's kind of a note, a nod to, like, Patrick and and how he is, uh, he, like, putting himself, or, like, he puts his walls up and doesn't mm-hmm. let people fully in, and I think... Jed was probably the people closest to being genuine friends and like invited to a party would like solidify that and I don't yeah. think he was ready for that. Yeah, and I also maybe subconsciously think like the people that did come to the party, like I don't think he actually really cared about any of them. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas Except yeah, like... Except he does end up caring about Emery. He does. He I does forgot to mention that. I like that. <laughs> Emery was cute. It was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Little bit of a uh, little bit of romance, like yeah. a kind of like an opening to a possibility, which I yeah. Um, I feel like there was one more thing I was going to say and I've forgotten. Oh yes, it was the last thing. <laughs> um, so since there is um, obviously the movie rights have been the rights to it have been bought for a movie. Oh. Who... I just reminded me of something, but continue. <laughs> I was just gonna say, who do you like? Do you have who were you picturing, or like do you have? Yeah, it's so hard. I have like I, I have an because I have no idea. Patrick. <laughs> I ha- yeah, I have an image of Patrick in my head, but he doesn't. But it doesn't look look like anyone that I can think of. Yeah, so we're I thinking. Know what you mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I could see maybe a Matt Bomer. Oh. doing it that could be that could be interesting hello it's not how i picture him exactly but i think the vibes are there and it could work for mm. sure and he's at the right age rage now that i think and and i just think we don't see enough matt bomer and i need to look at his face more 
You this know? This is true. This is true. Um, so he has potential. He, cause, um, but that's just right off the top of my head. Um, did you have anyone? No. So I did, I wasn't like picturing him as like, as hot as <laughs> as uh, Matt Bomber. Yeah, I yeah. did go a little hotter. But I mean, he's still, he was on TV and, you know. Yeah, he kind of looked like. hot. <laughs> and I don't know if this is because yeah, that's true. Um I don't know if this is because they share the same name, but I was kind of picturing like Patrick Wilson y vibes. That's not bad. I like it. I like it. I don't I feel like like look wise, I can see it. I just don't know if Patrick Wilson has the vibes. Yeah. No, I don't think he has the right vibes at all. Like, exactly. As a person, but I think like But look wise that's kind of I can what I see was it for thinking. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just Google actors in their 40s. <laughs> <laughs> but they always pop up the, like, biggest stars. And I it's like, I don't want a huge star, you know? Like, yeah. they're giving me Tom Cruise and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, no, thank you. Obviously not. I'm sorry. Tom Cruise is not in his 40s. <laughs> he wishes he was <laughs> yeah. in his 40s. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I feel like... Yeah, he's 59. Why are you showing me this? Yeah, he's like almost 60. They're, they're showing me Brad Pitt. George Clooney, he's 61. <laughs> Does Google, is there no sanctity to Google anymore? Can we not trust Google anymore? That would be the worst. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, you know what? I think I'm happy with my Matt Bomer at the moment. I think but, that's a really good one. Thank you. Um, I, what I was gonna, okay, I'm gonna get a little bit off track, but I don't know, but this happened yesterday and we must discuss, and I forgot, I'm, I, I forgot to write a note that we had to discuss this. Okay. They casted Alex and Henry for Red, White, and Royal Blue. We have <gasps> actors. What? <laughs> I love I the cast. I know this. Okay, I'm about to send on Instagram pictures of each of them because I took screenshots so I could send it to you. So let me just send that real quick. There we go. You'll see it'll be obvious which one's Prince Henry and which one's Alex because there's their names there. Um, I'm fully on board board with Prince Henry. Uh, Alex, I'm he has potential but I'm just not fully there. It's the guy from um, Kissing Booth. <laughs> yeah, see, I saw that. Those I, was, movies? <laughs> I was, I saw the first one. Was he in the first one? He was in the second one. Okay, I, I didn't get past the first one. It was oh my God, I'm going. S- I'm so one. obsessed with those movies. Like, Adam <laughs> really? really like ma- he makes so much fun of me because I'm like low key really obsessed Un- with the trilogy. Understandably, he makes fun of me. <laughs> I don't know why like I literally like when the second one was coming out I like made a whole thing of it and like Ah! he was out so I like got my takeout and I watched it like on my own how did I not know this about you oh my god I love them so much that's so funny oh my god I watched the first one and I was like yikes never watching this again oh my god obsessed but listen I'm not one to judge 
much. Uh, <laughs> I I have my fair share of guilty pleasures, so I do understand it. Or yeah. not guilty pleasures, but, you know, there's definitely some, like, teen stuff that I love. Teen-oriented stuff that I love. It's, uh, there's so this, I get there's it. this weird thing about, like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, these teen movies, like, of, like, people in high school, like, living their best yeah. lives. For some reason, that's, like, a a genre that I'm obsessed with. I um, get it, honestly. But this, I totally I, get I'm it. trying to just see if I remember. Just the doesn't do it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I don't think it does it for a lot of people. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if I recognize the guy doing The Prince. Like, has he been in... He looks vaguely familiar. He seems like a musical uh, guy. But I want him, I want his hair lighter. Uh, yeah, Prince I get Henry. that. Yeah, His yeah. hair needs to be lighter, in my correct opinion. And I just need Alex's hair to be a little longer. And, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, if he... If it's, like... If their hair is correct for the filming, that could change everything, you know? I could yeah. get on board. Um, yeah, they might. I so, mean, we don't know what they're going to look like when they... Exactly. And it, and really what matters is their chemistry, so we won't mm-hmm. know until we see it. Because exactly. if... Because they could look perfect, and their chemistry is off, and I will hate it. Yeah. Or they could be not exactly the way I picture it, but if the chemistry is there, then who then cares, whatever. you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, like, you think about, and I will come back to this all the time, you think about uh, Alec and Magnus from the uh, Shadow Hunter series, Zero yeah. chemistry ruined the ship for me. <laughs> yeah. Absolute zero chemistry. Harry Shum Jr. was doing his absolute best, but there's only so much you can do with a dud. And I'm sorry, but Alec, you know, he looked good, but he was a dud. Uh, he's very, very he's pretty, though. So bad. He's gorgeous, which is so. That's what I mean. He's yeah. gorgeous. He would be a beautiful Alec if, if he wasn't the most blandest piece of cardboard yeah. kind of actor ever. Yeah. In my very judgmental opinion. Uh, <laughs> whereas like you look at the two leads from Young Royals, they had chemistry. They had chemistry and it showed, you know? Yeah. Did you watch that? You watched that, right? Yeah, of I did. did. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'm like, if you didn't, that'd be weird. That'd be weird. Hmm. And unfortunate. Hmm. It's very off-brand of me not to watch that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's got Uh, a very, like, not-smiley thing going for him. He just doesn't smile. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you're acting like I'm here seeing your phone, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, why aren't you? Why do you not just automatically know what I'm talking about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, anyway, yeah, I t- when you said casting for the Gunkle, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot to mention this. It is, <laughs> is a very, very important. Exciting. We're like a yeah. step closer then. The cast is... I know. It's I, I'm I'm excited yet very scared. I know. We're like a step clo- a step closer to either the best thing ever or like the worst, or the worst thing, thing ever. ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like, like, even if it's just meh, it'll upset me so much for exactly just mad so like it has to be perfect it literally i'm there's no other option (laughs) (sighs) because the problem is that if i watch it 
it might infect my brain for any time exactly. I reread the book, exactly. which is what worries me the most. And you're you're automatically only going to picture them when you read the book. Exactly, well, so. it makes it hard. And, and like, I have to actively work at imagining who I really imagine, like who I used to imagine. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, that's so that's so that's that. <laughs> Should we uh, give a rating to the Gunkle? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we never uh, got to that. <laughs> what five stars? Five. Yeah. Yeah, five stars. Hundred percent agree. So good. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen to the rest of the year with the books, but I'll be surprised if something can beat the Gunkle. But ooh, it's just so good. I mean, who knows? It could become we'll a see. challenge. You know, uh, you never know. Thunderhead could be like if we read it. I feel every episode I'm like spoiling what's to come. If we read Thunderhead, that could be. Oh yeah, that could be interesting. It depends what they. It depends what they do with Rowan. You know exactly. Rowan, 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 Rowan. Yes, because because if they put him on a fantastic journey direction, I it could be a great book. Yeah. If if they fuck him up, then it could go downhill real quick. (laughs) (laughs) If we read the book, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, We're a mystery here. <laughs> um we have so we're we're at an hour. Do you still mm-hmm. want to do the quiz? I've kind of promised I it. mean um I'm yeah, you did promise the audience and they're gonna yeah, be so I don't upset want to... if you don't deliver. Exactly. Um Let's do it. Let's do it. I wanna let's know what this personality thing is. So this quiz is going to tell you which book you are. <gasps> oh. Okay. That could and there's twenty me. questions. Yeah, so we're gonna I find swear out. if it's a Sarah J. Mass book or Colleen Hoover <laughs> book, I will kill myself. <laughs> it's the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Um, okay, there's 20 questions, so I'm gonna try okay. and not be, like, super slow, because, um, okay. Um, and there's multiple choice, so I will read these out to you. Question okay. number one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. What kind of person are you? <laughs> are Amazing, you? perfect, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know what you're gonna answer for this. <laughs> are you an artist? A dreamer? Oh. Wouldn't you like to know... A heroine slash hero, a joker, or a champion? A joker. Mm, yeah. What's the? Uh, when's the best time to read a book? All the time, before bed, in class, around the campfire, on the bus, or when you're supposed to be tidying your room? All the time. Okay. Except if you're like in the passenger seat of a car, because that makes me nauseous. Yeah, yeah, don't be doing that. But otherwise, all the time. Where would you most like to read? Somewhere colourful, in a land far, far away. Why should I tell you? Um, a, mag- <laughs> a magic Someone's forest. Someone's very defensive. <laughs> um, a magic forest. This one doesn't make sense. Are you trying to make me laugh or in a helicopter? What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because uh, honestly, the best place uh, to read 
is in a hammock outside. It's perfection. Uh, That's what I did on my last holiday, and literally I think about it every day, and I wish I was back there. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. So is in a land far, far away, like, closest to that, maybe? That works, yes, because in my mind, that's what I'm going to be picturing. Let's go with that. Let's do that. Um, Which animal would make a book better? A caterpillar, a unicorn, a big black dog, a talking mouse, a potato, or a lion? Big black dog. What would you rather do? Draw a picture, meet a dragon, explore a spooky dungeon, rescue a princess, hear a good joke, or have a car chase? Meet a dragon. Ooh. That's pretty cool. That sounds fun. Um, Okay. What sentence would make you want to read more? So I guess this is like the first sentence of a book. Um, Okay, gotcha. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> Mr. and Miss. <laughs> I guess these these must be real because the next one is Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of Number Four Primitive uh. Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Uh, <laughs> number three, things had been getting a little better until I got a letter from my dead sister. Number four, mm. in times past there lived a king and queen. Number five, that's uh, it. Mr. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not enough to, to rope me into a book. Come on. Um, Mr. Stink Stank. He also stunk. And if it is correct English to say he stinked, then he stinked as well. It's a bit rude. Too much. Um, Hurts And the brain. last one. <laughs> the last one. Brian sat at the Driftwood table in Talis Magus's library, her chin propped on one hand as she read. I'm going to go with the dead sister letter. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Um, what would you do on your dream holiday? Go to an art gallery, visit an unexplored beach, look look for treasure, check a spooky castle, go to the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Festival of Comedy, or white water rafting. None okay. Of um, I'm going to go for the spooky sense. castle. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. Interesting. But I have to have people who are willing to go with me. I'm not yeah, going like, alone. on your own. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite subject at school? Or what was your favourite subject at school? Um, Art, reading, maths, drama, music, or PE? I guess reading. I was going to go with English, but (laughs) reading's not a subject. No, it's not a subject. (laughs) (laughs) Reading. (laughs) Reading. Um, I have uh, have reading next. (laughs) What? Um... Okay, this one is, what's your favourite YouTube channel? And I've not heard of any of these. So, Ooh, let's see if I've heard um, of any of them. <clears throat> Mr. Froggy Stuff. <laughs> okay. The, <laughs> the, inf- the Infographics Show. Mess Yourself. Wenji. Sis vs. Bro. <laughs> or Ali A. <laughs> I'm going to go for the Infographics. Because it has a name that... Sounds not makes too sense. Much like a child. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure who this quiz is for. Maybe it's for children. I, it might be for children. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm kind of cluing into some <laughs> hints. I mean, might be this for bit well. <laughs> oh. is, Who would you rather read a book by? And they're all like um, children. So J.K. Rowling. Uh, yeah. boo. Um, Michael, 
Michael Morpurgo. I don't know who that is. Um, Jacqueline Wilson, Roald Dahl, David Walliams, or Claire Fayers. Uh, I guess Roald Dahl. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have a... Is like Jacqueline Wilson a thing in Canada? Uh, I've never heard of it. Okay, interesting. Okay. Um, totally random question. If oh, you had exciting. a free, <laughs> if you had some free time to get active, get active is in uh, capital letters. Uh, which of these would you choose to do? Tap on as many answers at you as you want. Oh God! Okay. Um, kick a ball about slash some soccer skills. No. Um, go for a bike ride. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll click that one. Um, exercising slash keep fit routines. No. Hell no. Fuck off. Play <laughs> play a team sport. <laughs> um, no. <clears throat> Go for a run? No. Definitely Take part not. In a... <laughs> Take part in a game like tag? Uh, no. Go that's for a nice That's just walk. running with a goal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, go for a nice walk. Yeah, that's fine. Do some funky dance moves. Hell yeah! And I have some great ones. <laughs> um, play on your trampoline, specifically your oh, trampoline. Yes, please. I wish I had one. <laughs> um, play a sport on your own. Um, I feel like I need it to be more um less vague. Because <laughs> what sport are we talking here? I can't yeah, I don't know. The one that you would sport. play on your own. I'll go with swimming, no. maybe. I, get, I mean, I like, no, I prefer floating than swimming. <laughs> okay, that's not one of my one. one of my favorite things to do is just float in the ocean. It's so fun. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I do love to do that as well. Yeah, so it's great. Um, it's oh, it says answering this question won't affect your score. What the fuck? Oh, there's another totally random question. Well, them and their freaking random questions, man. I feel like this is just trying to get information from you because it says, "Are you a yeah. boy or a girl?" Or you'd prefer none of your play. business. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna skip that. Um, yeah. what's your favorite color? All the colors, unicorn poo. It's a secret. Oh this is for children. Gold, <laughs> gold and shiny, brown, red for danger. Well, now I'm even more excited to know what book you're going to get. So, uh, I feel like they didn't even give me any colors. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess all the colors. I'll go with that okay. one. <laughs> um, <laughs> where would your dream library be? Somewhere sunny, in an old school, somewhere hard to find, in a dungeon, online, or in space? Uh, um, okay, not space, not a dungeon. What was, like, the second option? No, school, right? In an, I don't want that. Yeah. You want to go okay, school? Wait. No. I don't want school. Oh. I don't want the first one. I don't remember what it is, but I know I didn't like it. What was the third one? <laughs> somewhere hard to find. Let's go with that one. Nice okay. and vague. <laughs> um, how would you spend a long, boring car journey? 
um, breathing on the windows and drawing pictures. <laughs> I do that all the time. Um, I love this so much. Um, inventing spells to make the car go faster. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> counting the cars going past. Um, Fun. Talking, talking to your unicorn. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> there's a lot of unicorn-based questions. Uh, there really is. In this. Telling I jokes to, to mum and dad. They love them. <laughs> <laughs> or hiding from the cops. <laughs> is there not, like, <laughs> listening to music? That's what I like to do. No. <laughs> I guess I'm telling jokes to mom and dad. <laughs> Great. Um, how would your friends describe you? Um, creative, suspicious, secretive, friendly, funny, or energetic? I guess that's a question for you. What would you yeah. call me? Um, I would say funny. You're funny. All right, let's go for funny. I'm hilarious. I'm a stand-up oh. comedian. And who's your best friend is the next question. Wow. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> your art teacher. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Your pet owl. Um, I don't have one. You don't need friends. You've got your brain to keep you company. I'm um, not that pathetic. Books are your friends. No. All your friends are your best friends. Or your two God, best no. friends. I guess I'll go all my friends because I have so few friends that yeah. <laughs> the ones I have are pretty much my best friends. So I'll go with that one. Um, Who would you dress as for World Book Day? Uh, the Gruffalo, Hermione Granger, Sherlock Holmes, Snow White, Captain Underpants, or Katniss Everdeen. Let's go Sherlock. Sounds fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what would your superpower be? Anything you draw comes to life. You could travel anywhere in the world. You could solve any mystery. You could become a princess or a prince or a unicorn. Um, <laughs> you could... <laughs> You could tell the funniest joke in the history of jokes or teleportation. Oh, teleportation. But then I could go visit you finally. anywhere in the world, though? What? Isn't that the same as Sorry, being able to travel anywhere in the world? Was that one of the options? Yeah. Isn't that, like, the same as teleportation? Exactly. Well, I'm going to go for teleportation because I just feel like it's a little vaguer and more open to yeah. more stuff. Maybe traveling anywhere in the world, you actually have to, like, get on the plane, so. Exactly. And I have yeah. plane anxiety, and I don't want to do that. That's why I want yes. teleportation. Exactly. Um, right, we've got two more. No, we've got three <laughs> Let's more. Let's do this. We're almost there. <laughs> uh, what's the most important thing for a good bedroom? Um, it looks nice. It smells great. It has a secret hiding place. It's got an anti-monster alarm. It makes you laugh, or it's exciting. <laughs> I'll go for a smells good because yeah. I have an elderly pup and sometimes mine does not smell good because of my elderly pup. And yeah. so I would really like a, <laughs> a constantly nice smelling bedroom. Yeah, I get that. Um, What would be your favorite thing to eat? Um, None of these are good. So get ready. Great. I can't um, wait. Jelly and glitter. Why um, no? Honey from a hippogriff. I fucking hate uh, honey. Period. Why would I want mis- honey from a hippogriff? <laughs> a mystery pie. Okay. Um, an enchanted apple, a custard tart. That's quite good, I suppose. Or just oh, yeah. a glass of water. Custard tart, it is, baby. Yeah. 
Um, and how would your perfect book end? With a good picture. What? Um, <laughs> don't know what that means. Um, I mean, I don't read picture books, so... <laughs> um, happily ever after, with the baddie in jail, happily ever after. <laughs> Wait, is there two happily ever after? Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, oh, Lord. Did a child also write this quiz? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> With a good I mean, joke what a, or... the food thing was glitter and something. <laughs> yes, true. Jelly. Uh, anyway. Um, with a good joke or with a happy hero. So there's happy ending, happy ending, and happy hero. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna pick happy ending, but I don't know which one. The first one or the second one. Uh, I'll go for the first happy ending. Um, oh, <clears throat> okay. I thought it was going to give you a specific book, but it doesn't. Oh, it's so it disappointing. The, <laughs> it tells you the genre of book oh, no. that you are, which is fantasy. What is it, fantasy? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. And it says, <laughs> wizards, witches, and cool creatures are your thing. You'll give... I feel JK like... I swear, like, nothing I picked was very fantasy. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Um, I don't think you picked anything that was actually fantasy Like, maybe, maybe the library that was hard to find? That, maybe yeah. that? But it's only because all the other options sucked? Like... But you didn't choose any of the unicorn ones, and I feel like... Exactly. You still got I, fantasy, which doesn't make sense. Makes, I feel like all the options were fantasy. <laughs> But there is a picture of a cute kitten with a witch's hat on. Um, At least there's that. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, it also says you'll give J.K. Rowling a run for her money when you write your next book. When I stab her? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was the perfect way to end this podcast. I'm so yeah. glad that we did that. Um, I'm so glad that we did I... this podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, I hope, uh, <laughs> I don't even know well, what we'll have to vet our quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a last minute find. I thought the episode was going to be really short. It wasn't, but yeah, it turns out we I had apologize. more than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We haven't had some chaos in a while, so I feel like, yeah, exactly. You know, that that's we're just giving what the people want, exactly. Um, but do you want to reveal our next book? I would book? absolutely love to. Um, so in two weeks' time, we will be discussing The Home for Unwanted Girls by Joanna Goodman. Ooh. So that is a Canadian author. Um, so that will be fun. You guys can figure out when the podcast is getting posted and why that matters. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's the end. Yay. Um, cool. Thanks for listening and we will see you in two weeks. And 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 everyone wish Val a happy holiday. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, you're <laughs> Bye. <laughs>